Hello, this is James Ippolitti, host of Out of Silence. I wanted to jump in just to let you know that you may hear that it is the Songsmith Podcast or Creativity Gurus Podcast. Season one of both of those have been combined to the name Out of Silence, and that will be the name moving forward for any interviews that I have about creativity. So don't be confused. Songsmith Podcast and the Creativity Gurus is now under one brand, Out of Silence. Peace. Hello, creatives. Welcome to the latest edition of the Creativity Guru. I am your host, James Ippolitti. In this episode, I speak with Andy Weir, author of New York Times bestselling book, The Martian. His new book, Project Hail Mary, takes us on an interstellar tale of discovery speculation, and survival. It is available wherever fine books are sold. I got mine at Barnes & Noble. I had a fantastic time speaking with Andy and geeking out on all things sci-fi. Each week I speak with artists of all mediums, asking them about their creative journey with the hope that you may glean something from our conversations to help you on your own journey so that you may live your creative dreams. So if you would like to support this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you subscribe so you're notified when I post new episodes. And being a newer podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would give this podcast a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. So let's get right to my conversation with Andy Weir on this edition of The Creativity Guru. My guest today, known for his best-selling debut novel, The Martian, which became a best-selling blockbuster film as well. And now that film uh, holds a place in Hollywood's Saving Matt Damon collection. Uh, His second book, Artemis, took the reader on a futuristic space caper set on a city on the moon. Also a bestseller. And my favorite, Andy. And... um, Although I still like The Martian, don't get me wrong. I just really, <laughs> really enjoyed your world building in Artemis. Oh, wow. author, thank you. Yeah. Uh, author Andy Weir takes us on an interstellar tale of discovery, speculation, and survival in his new novel, Project Hail Mary, available wherever fine books are sold. Hi. How you doing? Welcome to the show, Andy. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. So I'm going to do a little icebreaker here because I think we're around the same age. And I heard, I know that you were a computer programmer and you started on a Commodore VIC-20. Uh, well, I think technically I started on a Commodore PET because of wow. school. the school I went to for like fifth grade had some that the students could play with. But the first computer I ever owned was a VIC-20. Yeah, I had a VIC-20 as well. And I always felt like... Uh, my parents didn't do me well because every all well, my friends had the 64. Yeah, or the 128. Yeah. And um, so uh, what I want to ask you about is, do you remember the um, Scott Adams adventure games? So he did one like Pirate's Cove, and they were just word games. Like Infocom style? Yeah, you, you're standing on a beach. What do you want to do? Go north, that type of thing. I mean, I remember those kinds of games. I don't know. You know, yes. I, I don't remember Pirate's Cove specifically. All right. So... Having a background in programming and then also being a writer, have you ever considered writing a game? Oh, sure. I've done that in the past. I've made my own little casual games and stuff and posted them online. I wrote one called GUG, which stood for Grand Unified Game. And basically in that game, it was just sort of a platformer, but you had four characters that you controlled and you just hit tab to change which one you were controlling so you could freely 
cycle through and and so there would be like you know you had to stand on this platform to open that door so one of your other guys could go through All or right. you know stuff like that and um but the since it was just a, a fun freeware game the four characters were mario Pac-Man, Dig Dug, and the Joust guy. And so they had all of their powers and stuff like that. And all of their enemies would be in the mazes, too. There'd be, like, ghosts and Koopas. and Wow. And it was kind of neat figuring out the interactions that I just arbitrarily decided. Like, for instance, I decided that Dig Dug, Dig Dug can blow up a Goomba, right? I mean, it's just like that mushroom thing. But he can't, right. I decided he can't blow up a Koopa because he's got a shell. That's right. So Koopas were immune to Dig Dug's pump. So you had to mm. use one of the other characters to deal with that. And, and uh, Pac-Man, of course, when he eats a power pellet, everything would get scared. Like wow. every, everything would turn blue and be scared, except the enemy joust birds, um, because they're <laughs> noble knight warriors. And so I decided they don't get scared. God, I love joust. I miss the arcade. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, talk Project Hail Mary. Tell, uh, tell me what it's about, although I am halfway through, so no, no spoilers. Okay, well, um, the, the story's about a man who wakes up aboard a spaceship with total amnesia. Uh, over time, he comes to realize he's aboard a spaceship, and then as his memories start coming back to him, he realizes that he's on a last-ditch mission to save humanity from a, sink, a sixth extinction event. And uh, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> you know, so prior to this book, I mean, there's always chaos going on, but you had a, a sort of the future is cool attitude yeah. and, I, and, you know, there's most sci-fi is dystopian and it's this kind of I the future like is that, scary. Yeah. yeah. But do you feel that Project Hail Mary is a scary future because of this extinction event? Well, I mean, it would certainly be a very scary thing to happen. But I think that, you know, my, my general kind of Pollyanna-style optimism about the future is really about human nature. I think that we're a pretty cool species and that we work together very well when we have a common problem. And this book is about that. Like, there's this existential threat facing everyone on Earth, and they work together pretty well to deal with it. Um, but also, I would say, specifically in Hail Mary, there is, it's not a huge spoiler, you find this out pretty much the first chapter, there is a, an alien, an extraterrestrial microbe, mm -hmm. uh, it's not intelligent, it just, um, and it, it grows on the surface of stars, much like algae grows in the ocean, and it reproduces and it spores out to go um, colonize other stars and so on, and um, there is this stuff ended up in our sun, and there it has bred out of control so much that now the luminance of the sun is actually going down because this 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 uh, microbe called astrophage is um, consuming so much of the solar energy that now it's actually a threat to Earth because we're not getting as much sunlight, um, and. And, and so, yes, that, that would be a scary situation to have to live through. And Earth it, um, has, it goes through some pretty unpleasant crap during the course right. of this novel. But you know what? It would be once they got past all that, once they, if they managed to survive it and get past all that, it would be a pretty bright future because astrophage is also basically the solution to all of our energy problems. It would right. be like, so if they're able to survive that initial problem, we're talking like, pretty much infinite clean energy from then on like right so is 